Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pezayim, Daf 87 of Mesechta Yoma. This is the second to last Daf of Mesechta Yoma. Very, very cool. Kol kavod to everybody. Is this like, was this a long, I feel like this wasn't such a long Mesechta, let's think. Brachus was pretty short. Well, relatively to like all the ones that we've been doing, it's been kind of short. It's 64 Daf. But then we did, uh, what was next? Brachis, oh, Shabbos, huge. Yeah, Erevin was over 100. Psachim was like, yeah, 100 and something, 120 or so. And then, uh, was this after Psachim? obviously, I think then we did Yoma, right? So 88 pages, not that long, right? Anyways, but go vote to everybody. Now we're going to do Mesechta Sukkah. We're going to start Mesechta Sukkah soon. And that's Gevaldiga uh, Mesechta, of course. And it's like 56 daf, I think. So pretty you know, relative to the ones we've been doing, pretty short, but soon we're going to get to all those small ones, those like 30 pagers, uh, you know, every month, the new Masechta, we're going to do that for like a while. Let's go weiter. So, oh, so today's daf, uh, continuing the discussions of tshuva, I mean, very interesting tshuva, you know, asking people for tshuva and things like that, and then we're going to get to vidui, doing vidui and Yom Kippur, uh, interesting stuff, let's go weiter. Where are we? We're going to start on that pevav mudbeis, um, rav, two lines from the bottom. Rav Rav, when he would be a judge, when he would go to judge a case, Omar he would say the following, that by his own will, by his own uh, um by his own will, I guess, what's it, his own uh, choice, I guess, by his own doing, he's going out to potentially kill himself because a judge is responsible for the verdict that he that he that he does. Meaning I think it's Gamar Sanhedrin, I think, talks about that uh, you know, you could you could get yourself in big trouble if meaning we're not gonna you're not gonna be like Kai Misa's Bezdin, but Kilo you can get David can get you in trouble if 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 you if you mess up. He's not doing the will of his family, his family has no interest in him being a judge. Vereka and he's not getting paid for it either. Right? He's uh he's he's coming back, he's not he's not uh, bringing home any income for his family. Just, you know, halavai that I should be able to uh, come home in the same condition that I came back, you know, without any problems. Rava, when he would go judge, he said the following, again, that uh, on his own will, on his own desires, his own doing, his own decision, his own choice, he is going to, um, you know, he's going out to potentially uh, harm himself by accepting the responsibility of judging. And he's not doing the desires of his family. He's going to come back without making any money for doing for judging. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to come home in the same condition, in the same state that he left. When Rava would see a whole crowd gathering or gathering behind him because he's uh, he's he's Rava, he's the great Rava. Omri said the following pasuk. Where's this pasuk? In Eov. If his greatness will go all the way up to the heavens, he'll be very, very great. And his head will be in the clouds. He will be um, lost forever like his excrement. And his friends will say, whatever happened to that guy? Right, meaning like you know, you think you're big stuff, right? You know, you're up to the heavens, great stuff. End of the day, everyone's gonna forget about you. Sounds very nice. Rav Zutra kiav macht fele b'shabbat de rigla. 
So Rav Zutra, when they would carry him on the, on the Shabbos before Yom Tif, you know, when they would have the big shear and they would talk about the Hilchus Yom Tif, so they would carry him into the Beis HaMedrash, so because he was old and if you were to walk slowly, everyone would have to stand up to him for, for a long, stand up for him for a long time and he didn't want that, he didn't want to inconvenience people, so people would just kind of like carry him to, to where he would be, give the shear. Have Omar, he would say, olam chosen, that you're not going to have your strength forever, ledor vidor, and you're not going to have, um, you know, your crown, your greatness forever. Says, Pnei Rasha, meaning, so as a way to like remind himself, like, don't think that you're so fancy. Says, Pnei Rasha Lotov, that it's not good to show favor to, um, uh, Nudniks. Lotov lem loyushayim shinosin loyim ponim balam hazet, that it's not good for Nudniks to be showed favor in this world. Lotov lo laachav, it was not good for Achav, shinosin lo ponim balam hazet, that they, that the Abishter gave him, that he did tshuva, and the Abishter, um, showed him, uh, um, uh, you know, repent, he gave him forgiveness, or, uh, you know, showed him, uh, what's that? What, I feel like I said something okay a minute ago, but I can't remember what it was. It showed him favor, I guess, in this world. Because he, he, he lowered himself and humbled himself before me, I won't bring the evil in his, um, days. But because of that, because he was showed favor, well, then he just went back to his nudnik kind of ways and, Ultimately, it, it, that's bad, and it didn't turn out well for him. It's good for the for the righteous people that they are not shown um, favor in this world. It's good that the Abishter did not show favor to Moshe in this world. Meaning, when Moshe Rabbeinu sinned at Meimuriva. God didn't just forgive him, but he, he, he sort of would always go back to that and say that that's the reason why you're going to die and not enter into Yisrael. Shemar, as the Apostle says, because you didn't believe in me to make a Kiddush Hashem before all of Am Yisrael. The implication being that if you would have um, sort of believed in me, says God, right? If you would have believed in me in order to make a Kiddush Hashem, well, then they would still be here to this very day forever, which means that they would never go to Olam Haba, which is a better place than this place. So therefore, it's, you know, in a certain sense, the Gemara wants to argue that it was good that the Abishter sort of stuck to his guns, so to speak, and, and did not allow Moshe Rabbeinu to enter into Eretz Yisrael and instead he died, because otherwise he'd still be stuck here on, on this world. Um, where am I? Right, uh, fortunate is for the Tzadikim. That, that it's amazing that the tzaddikim, not only do they get merit, but they get merit for all of their de- future descendants also get merit on their account. Because Aharon had many, had, had other children that were, that were, that should have been burnt, like Nadav and Aviyu got burnt and killed. As it says, that he says to Elazar and his summer, his children, Hanusarim, who are left over, Kilu, they were also supposed to be killed, but only Nadav and Aviyu were killed. And, uh, Elazar and his summer survived. Why did they survive? Because the merit of Ahar and their father stood for them so that they should be spared. So we see that the merit of a tzaddik, of Aharin, uh, helps future generations. When it comes to nudniks, not only are they, do they get themselves in trouble, but they also get their descendants in trouble. For all generations, 
the son of, of uh, Cham. So there were many children who could have been, uh, you know, could have gotten smicha, could have been rabbis. For example, Tevi, the servant of Rabbi Gamliel, was a Tamar Chacham. But he couldn't get smicha, he couldn't become a rabbi. But the sort of uh, uh, negative ways of their ancestors, of their fathers, kind of, they're kind of stuck with and caused them, it caused Tevi, for example, not to be able to get smicha and other people who could have been fit to get smicha. Any, you listen to this, anybody who's mezakeh sarabim, anybody who does good for the, for, for the people. So, ein chet ba'al yado, sin will not come on his account. kimat, uh, but a fellow who makes other people sin, well then he will not be able to do tshuva. A fellow who, who, who gives merit, who provides merit to the people. So, so no sin will come on his account. My time So that you shouldn't have a situation where this fellow who on account of him, you have all these students who are doing good things. He's He causes good vibes for everybody. So he won't sin because if he sins, then all these people that he inspired are going to be in Gan Eden and he is going to be in Gehenim. We don't want that situation. So therefore, um, the Gemara says that somebody's mezakeh sarabim, he won't, chait uh, will not come on al yodo and they'll all, they'll all be hanging out in, um, in, in Gan Eden. Shinemar, as the Apostle says, that you will not abandon my soul to the abyss. You will not give to your chassid to, to see destruction. A fellow who makes people sin, other people sin, in Maspik and Biyad Chuva, we do not allow him to do Chuva because then what would happen? would be crazy that, you know, he caused all these people to sin and go to hell and then he just does Chuva at the last minute and he ends up in Gehenim and all these people who, who, who sin because of him are going to be in hell. Right? How could he, I don't know what I said, but how could he be in Ganeiden and they're going to be in Gehenim? Shenem, as the puzzle says, Adam Ashuk Bedam Nefesh you have a fellow who's covered in murderous blood. You know, you can run into a pit. Do not give him any support. The Mishnah had said, if a fellow says, I'm going to sin, but I'll do tshuva. No big deal. I'll sin and I'll do tshuva. Well then, um, you know, the tshuva doesn't count. What does it supposed to say? Um, we don't allow him to do tshuva. How come we have to say, you know, a fellow who says, I'll sin and then do tshuva, I'll sin and then I'll do tshuva. How come we have to say it twice? Right? If a fellow, as we saw yesterday, a fellow does a, a sin twice, it becomes permitted to him. What do you mean it becomes permitted to him? What he does it twice, now it becomes uh, permitted to him. It becomes to him as though it's permitted to him. He does it twice, and now all of a sudden, it becomes lighter in his eyes, it becomes easier to do it a third time. If a fellow says, look, I'll just sin, and Yom Kippur will take care of the atonement. So, no, it doesn't work like that. Yom Kippur will not give him atonement if he just says, if he says, look, I'll sin, and then Yom Kippur will take care of it. Let's say that this mission is not like Rebbe. The time is we learn in a bride. So, Rebbe, Omer says, Rebbe, that on all of the sins that a fellow might do, 
whether he does tshuva, whether he doesn't do tshuva, Yom Kippur Mechaper. So Yom Kippur is going to atone for him. And therefore, so even if a fellow says, look, I'll just sin, and he doesn't do any tshuva, right? So Yom Kippur should nonetheless work. So, Agav Shani. Afilutema Rebbe, Agav Shani. No, you can even say that Rebbe would agree with this statement, that if a fellow says, I'm just going to sin, and don't worry, Yom Kippur will be Mechaper. No, Yom Kippur won't be Mechaper. Even Rebbe admits, because he's saying, you know, he's sinning with the assumption that Yom Kippur, you know, I could do whatever I want because Yom Kippur is going to fix it. No, in that case, it doesn't work. However, if a fellow sins, but he doesn't, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but he doesn't do tshuva, well, Yom Kippur will, will pick up the, the default. We'll, we'll uh, uh, fix the sin by default. So we said that the sins that are between man and God, so you can do tshuva, right? But you have to, you have to appease your, your friend. Right, so, so, oh, sorry. Averish bin Adam lamakum yom kippur machaper. So, yom kippur atones for that. Averish bin Adam machaveru, en yom kippur machaper. Atchiratis chaveru says the Mishnah that, um, mitzvahs that are, averish that are bin Adam lachaveru, you have to actually ask forgiveness from your friend. Romile rev Yosef bar chabu lerbabo. So, rev Yosef bar chabu asked the fine to rebabo. Averish bin Adam lachaveru, en yom kippur machaper. Is that really true? That the sins between man and his friend, between Reuven and Shimon, Yom Kippur won't fix that for him. What about the pasuk that says, The pasuk says, where's this pasuk? In Shmuel. The pasuk says, if a fellow sins to another fellow, the Ebershter will appease him, the Ebershter will take care of it. So we see that the Ebershter does take care of Averis bin Adam Lachavero. Man Elokim Dayono. So the Gemara says, no, what that means is a, um, a judge. It doesn't mean that God will forgive him. It means that, I guess, he can go to Bezdin and, and, and work it out. But if we continue reading in the Pasuk, it says, but if a fellow sins to God, and if we say that is the Lashon of judging, so then it's saying, if a fellow sins to God, who's going to judge him? What do you mean? God, God could judge him. So, this is how you have to understand the Pasuk. If Ruven sins to Shimon, and then Ruven asks forgiveness from Shimon, well then, right, and he appeases Shimon, well then, God will also um, appease and will also forgive Ruven. But if a fellow, uh, but, but, but if a fellow sins to God, well then, who is going to, you know, who's, 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 who's going to, to appease him? So I don't know how to read these next words. Tshuva ma'asim tovim. Is that like the answer? I guess. Maybe kilu. So if you sin to God, so then tshuva ma'asim tovim. You, 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 you repent. And that's how you get, and that's how you get, uh, forgiveness. Homer Bietzlok says, Rebietzlok ko amaknit as chavero afilu bidvarim tzarech lefaiso. A fellow who sort of puts down his friend even verbally needs to ask for, a, for forgiveness. Shenemar, or needs to appease his friend. Shenemar, as the Pazuk says, Bini, my son, if you, um, sort of were a, uh, like, guarantor for your friend, um, you stuck out your hand for your friend, or you kind of like verbally abuse him, do the following, um, and become free. Because you are, I don't know, you owe something to your friend. Go and like appease your friend. So if you know you owe him money, so then just make it mutter to him. 
Fine. Vim lav harbe olav reim. And if not, and this is talking about kilu, if you, uh, you know, put down your friend verbally, so then, harbe olav reim, get a lot of other friends involved. Meaning, if you sin, ben adam lachavero, that, you know, you say something to your friend that isn't nice, well then get other friends involved to convince this other friend to forgive you. Alright, fine. Says of Chizda, and you have to appease this fellow uh, on three separate occasions in front of three people. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, like I think three people each. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Yashur al Anoshim, should make a line, a shura, a row of people. Viomar Khatasi, then you should say that I've sinned, Viyashur Avesi, and I've, I don't know, also sinned, Viloshavali, and it wasn't worth it to me. So that's like three times in a row of three people. Sounds very nice. Amr Biosub Bhanina says, Abiyosub Bhanina call him Vakish Mato Mechavero. Somebody who requests forgiveness from his friend, Ayivakish Mimenu Yoshim Shalosh Paiman. Don't ask him more than three times. This is like somewhat famous, I think, there, right? When you ask for forgiveness for, from a fellow, you ask him three times. You don't need to ask him more than three times. Shinemar, as the puzzle says, ono sono ve'ato sono. Right, please, that's one request. Sono, please carry, that's a second request. Ve'ato sono, and now please uh, carry it. So, okay, three times you ask for forgiveness, you request forgiveness. Ve'emes, and if the person who you have to ask for forgiveness from uh, has passed away, maybe asar ibn adam ma'amidun al-kivro, so you bring ten fellows and you bring them to his grave. Ve'omer, and he says, chatosi lelosh l'ashem eloke Yisrael ve'lefloni, I have sinned to God, to Hashem, the God of Israel, and to this fellow who, who has passed away, that I've damaged him. So Rabbi did something not nice to Rabbi I said Rabbi but to Rabbi Rabbi Yirmiya did something not nice to Rabbi Abba, and he needed to ask for forgiveness. So Rabbi went and he sat outside the house of Rabbi Abba. And as the woman who worked in Rabbi Abba's house was pouring out some dirty water, some of the water got on the uh, head of Rabbi Keashpa. Rabbi Yirmiya says, I've been made like a garbage heap. He said about himself, that from the garbage heap will a... Um, despondent, a destitute fellow be lifted up. Shama Rabbi Abba v'nafek la'ape. Rabbi Abba heard Rabbi Yirmiya say this, that me'ash bar siyorim evyon. And Rabbi Abba came out. Om le'hashtut s'vichonu l'meipach adaytech. And he says, okay, now I better forgive you. D'chzev le'chisrapes r'havri'echa. Go and, uh, I don't know, I guess, appease your friend. So Rabbi Abba uh, then, after, as a result, he sort of forgave Rabbi Yirmiya, and it was very, very gishmak. Rabbi Zera ki'avalei milsabadei inish Rabbi Zera, when he, um, when, you know, if somebody wronged Rabbi Zera, so have a chalav v'tani l'kameh, so Rabbi Zera would make sure that he would always pass by this person who wronged him, umamsile, and would be available to him, ke'echi denesi v'neifok le'midaite, so to give this fellow the opportunity to, to ask for forgiveness. Rav had some kind of beef with a certain butcher, no pun intended, Lemaise. I'm sorry, And his butcher didn't come to Rav on Erev Yom Kippur to ask for forgiveness. So Rav said, well, this butcher didn't come to ask me for forgiveness. So I'll go and I'll try to, you know, squeeze some kind of appeasement out of him. Meaning, if he's not going to come to me, I'll go to him. So Rav Huna then bumped into Rav when he was on his way 
to, uh, you know, like sort of uh, prompt the butcher for forgiveness, to ask for, for, for forgiveness. So Rafuna saw Rab and he says, where are you going? He says, oh, I'm going to extract, you know, uh, and ask a request for forgiveness from, from so-and-so. No, where am I? Uh, to which Rav Huna said, Oh, this is not going to end good. Rav is about to kill somebody. So, nonetheless, Rav went ahead and he stood by the butcher. And the butcher was, had like some kind of a head of an animal and he was like breaking the head of the animal. All right. He looked up and he saw Rav. At zil lacely milsabahadoch, to which the butcher then said, "Oh, you are Rav. Get out of here. I've, I've, you know, I, I've no interest in seeing you." And then what happened was, was then the butcher was like breaking this uh, head of an animal, and the and a bone like snapped off and slit his throat, and you know, you can imagine what happened. A uh, big mess, and the fellow uh, died. Rav of the Rav one time was um, saying Psukim. He was learning. He was, he, you know, they were learning Tanakh in front of uh, Rebbe. Ayel also Rebchia. So then Rebchia came in, right? So Rav was teaching Psukim, and Rebchia came. Hadur the Reisha. So Rav started over, right? His uncle Rebchia. He, he was he was learning Psukim by Rebbe. His uncle Rebchia walked in. So Rav started over. Ayel bar Kapara. Hadur the Reisha bar Kapara. Then walked in. Rav started over. Also Reb Shimon Rebbe. Hadur the Reisha. Reb Shimon Rebbe came in. Rav started over. Also Reb Chanina. Reb Chama. Then came Reb Chanina. Reb Chama. Armor Kule Ay Neder Venezel Lahadur. Right. So uh, Rav said to himself, or maybe Allah, whatever it is, Rav said. What is, I'm not, I, enough starting over. I started over four times already. I'm not starting over again. Ikbid Rabchanina. Rabchanina then got Bregis. Bregis is bad news. Rabchanina got Bregis. Also Rav Lirabe, Tleisa Maliomite Kipurivla Ipayas. Rav tried to ask forgiveness from, from Rabchanina Rabchama 13 years. And Rabchanina Rabchama would not budge. Vehi Ovidochi, Vamur Biosu Rabchanina. How come Rav asked for forgiveness? Uh, how come Rav asked for forgiveness thirteen times from Chanina Babchama? Didn't Rabbi Yosef Babchanina say that you only need to ask forgiveness three times? How come he asked thirteen times? Rav shiny. Where so he says Rav is different because he, he was very um, he was machmir on himself, so he wanted to ask more times. How could Rabbi Chanina do this? said, A fellow who sort of like is chilled about his own sort of ego or his own respect. Um, so we sort of forgive him. So why would Rabbi Chanina be so, you know, adamant and not be willing to forgive Rav? You hear that? Reb Chanina saw that had a dream, and Rav was in the dream. Dzakfu bedigla, bedikla, that Rav was hanging in a tree. Ukmire, the whole dzakfu bedikla reishahave. And if you see a fellow in a dream and he's um, hanging from a tree, well, it means that he's going to be the Rosh Hashiva. Now, as we learned on the afternoon test of Masechta Shabbos, and as Rashi points out. That um, Rabbi Chanina was the Rosh Hashiva in 
Eretz Yisrael, right? That that Rebbe said on his deathbed that uh, that that Rebbe Chanina Rebbe was going to be Rosh Hashiva, and therefore, if he saw Rav in a dream hanging from a tree, that means that Rav was going to be Rosh Hashiva. Now, if Rav becomes Rosh Hashiva, guess what that means for Rebbe Chanina Rebbe Gishturban, he's going to die. Rebbe Chanina Rebbe wasn't ready to die yet, so he kept on pushing off uh, Rav so that he wouldn't get forgiveness and replace him, and Mimele he would die. Amishmamina boy lebebed Rishusa. And therefore, so 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 he sees that um, you know Rav is going to be Rosh Hashiva here, and therefore he would not uh, forgive him. So that Rav would skedaddle and go teach Torah in Bavel rather than staying in Eretz Yisrael and being the Rosh Hashiva and replacing Rabcham Rabchanina, which means Memele he would die. He wanted to avoid all that, so he just didn't forgive Rav. Very very interesting stuff. The rabbis taught that the mitzvah of vidui of confession that we do confession, right? Bagadnu, I guess all that stuff, all that kind of stuff, I guess. On Yom Kippur night, aval, but the rabbis said do vidui also in the afternoon on Erev Yom Kippur before the meal, before the final meal, before Yom Kippur begins. Shemitito evdaitu besuda, you know, just in case you get carried away in the suda, maybe you get drunk, maybe whatever happens. So, <clears throat> and you might not end up getting around to vidui on Yom Kippur. So we say memele, do um, vidui before you eat your final suda. That way you know that you did um, vidui. And now, even though he already did vidui before the, he ate his suda, nonetheless, he nonetheless does vidui Yom Kippur night after he's already eaten and drinking. Just in case, you know, he did something naughty during the suda, so then he'll do a vidui after the suda as well at night. And even though you did vidui at, uh, in Marv at night on Yom Kippur, nonetheless do vidui in the morning on Yom Kippur. Shachris is vada b'musaf. Even though you did vidui in shachris, nonetheless do it in musaf. B'musaf is vada b'mincha. B'mincha is vada b'neila. Basically, tachlis you do um, vidui. Um, confession on Yom Kippur at every prayer. You do it Erev Yom Kippur, you do it at Marev, you do it Shacharis, Musaf, Mincha, Ne'ila, oh, you do, um, Ne'ila, you, no, you do, uh, confession, Vidui, many times on Yom Kippur. Vechon Omro, where do you say Vidui? Yochid Achat, Philosopher, Shtech, Tzibur, Omro, Be'emtso, that the individuals say the Vidui after their prayer, right? Of course, at the end of Shmona Esri, that is when we do the Alchets and all those things, whereas the Shlech Tzibor does the Vidui in the middle of the, uh, right, in the Chazar Sashats. My Omar, what exactly is this Vidui? Omar Rav, Rav says that the Vidui is that you know the secrets of the world. Shmuel says that it's a prayer called Mimamake Alev, Levi Omar, and Levi says that the Vidui is that in the Torah it says, says Rashi, Rabbi Yochanan Omar Ribono Elamim. Rabbi Yochanan says that it's Ribon Kol Elamim. Says Rashi, Kilatzi Kosenu Vechule. Right, Anachnu Mapilim Vechanecha. All that kind of stuff. Rabbi Yudo Omar, Ki Avonu Senu Rabu Milimnos Vechatosenu Otsmu Misaper. Rabbi Yudo says that the video is that our our um, sins are too numerous to count, and we have so many sins. Rabbi Amnuna Omar says, Rabbi Amnuna Elokai Adshelonu Tzaiti Eni Kedai. 
says of Nuna that before I was created, I was not, I didn't merit anything. Now, now that I have been created, it makes no difference. It's as if I, I haven't been created. I'm a nudnik. I'm dust in my life. I'm dust in my death. I'm before you like a vessel filled with embarrassment and disgrace. May it be the will before you, God, that I shouldn't sin. That which I have sinned. Clear away in your mercy. But not by way of um, afflictions. And this is the um, uh, confession of Rava the entire year. And this is the video um, uh, of of Rav Amnuna Zuta on Yom Kippur. Right, so that is the uh, sorry. So, so that is the video um, um, uh, of uh, of of uh, Nuna Zuta on. What? Where am I? Wait, where am I? For some reason, I thought it was Erev Yom Kippur. No, on Yom Kippur. Amr Marzutra, Marzutra said, "Lo Amr and Elad Lo Amr Aval Nachnu Chatanu Aval Amr Aval Nachnu Chatanu Sulot Tsar." Says Marzutra that if you said Aval Nachnu Chatanu, but but we have sinned, well then you don't have to do any of these other videos, I guess. Okay. The Amr Bar Hamidodi Aval Kaim Nakamid Shmuel says Hamidodi that I was before Shmuel by Aval Yosef and he was sitting. And when the Shlech Tzibur came and said, And we have sinned, come make him, he got up. So it must be that this is the main part of Vidoy, is this, um, Okay. We learned over there in that there are three times of the year that the Kohanim. Um, um, do, right, they, they, that they do, and they do the Birkas Kohanim, I bought Paimen Bayom four times during the day. And Rashi points out this means really up to four times in the day. Bishachus, Bimusof, Ubimincha, Ubinila Shirem, at Shachris, at Musof, and at Mincha, as well as during the Ila. Ve'eluain, Stolshe Prokim, and these are the, um, three times. Betanios, on public fast days, I feel like we mentioned this, um, the other day as well, that there used to be, when there wasn't rain, they would have these public fast days, which are basically similar to like, you know, on the level of like Tishabav and Yom Kippur, like those serious fast days. Uvmaimados, as well as, well, we've mentioned as well, that you have these, um, Yisraelim, you have these, the, these Yidin, who would, um, kind of, uh, pray and, and like mention like, say they're bracious and they would fast all day, four times a week, while the, the um, Kohanim were like offering the Korbanos, they would pray and do these things so that the Korbanos should be accepted. So during these Ma'imados, um, also they would do in three, uh, you know, up to four times a day. Uh, as Rashi points out, there's no Musaf on Tanios and Ma'imados, but okay. As well as Yom Kippur. Okay, fine. My Ne'ilah Shairim. So what exactly is this Ne'ilah? Rav says that Ne'ilah is its own prayer, which Lemais is like what we do, right? Ne'ilah is like, it's got its own Shemun Esrei. Where Shmuel says it's not quite its own prayer with its own Shemun Esrei, it's just, um, you just say, Ma'anu Mechayenu. Okay? Meisrei, we have a Kasha against Shmuel. Or Yom HaKippurim is Pa'al Sheva. Then on Yom HaKippurim night, you pray uh, Shemun Esrei with seven brachas. Umiswade and you do vidui. Bishachris Mispal Sheva Umiswade. In the morning on Shachris of Yom Kippur, you pray seven, right? The Shmonesra is seven brachis, and then uh, and you do vidui. Bimusaf Mispal Sheva Umiswade, Bimincha Mispal Sheva Umiswade, Bini Ilam Mispal Sheva Umiswade. So we talk a see 
that at each one of the prayers, Mariv, Shachris, Musaf, Mincha, Ne'ila, all of them have a Shmona Esrei, and it's seven brachis with, um, with Vidui. Skip to the end of the, skip to the beginning of the next line, Vachosin Bevidui, Divir Abmeir. And the Rebmeir says that you say a bracha at the end with like, um, about, you know, that you mentioned Vidui in the bracha. Vachacham say that the bracha at the end can be about Vidui, it could be about, uh, something else. Alright. So we see that it's um, Taka Akasha on Shmuel because Shmuel says that um, uh, Ne'ila is not its own prayer with like its own Shmuel Esrei and yet we have this Bryce that seems to be saying that it is its own prayer with its own Shmuel Esrei. Ula Barav Nochis Kamidirava Pasach Ba'atav Chatonu V'siyem B'ma'anu Mechayenu So Ula Barav was a Shliach Tzibor before Rava and he um, did a, a Shmona Esrei, and he said, right, in the Shmona Esrei, but he also incorporated like Shmuel. And um, Rava praised him for incorporating both options, both opinions. And Rafunabrid of Nasan says that a fellow should say after his prayer, he should say, Okay, let's stop here for Daf Pezayin, and tomorrow we will learn Daf Peches and uh, complete Masechta Yomach. This was Daf Pezayin. There were some interesting things on Daf Pezayin. Continuing talking about Tshuva, asking a fellow for repentance three times. We said, that a fellow who, um, um, you know, gives, um, 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 you know, does good things for the community, for the Oilam, so that no sin will come on his on his uh, on his account, right? We said that you should uh, that you just need to ask a fellow for forgiveness three times, but more than that, you don't need to ask. And um, we said, the fellow who who sort of is chilled out about his own like ego and 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 honor, so we we like forgive him. Then we talked about um, um, the vidui of Yom Kippur that we do vidui on Yom Kippur, of course, on erev Yom Kippur already at Mincha, as well as Yom Kippur night at Ma'ariv, and then Shachris, Musaf, Mincha, Neila. We always, we, right, we do um, vidui at all of them. And we saw machlokes between Rav and Shmuel about if Neila is its own prayer with its own Shmona Esrei. Rav says yes, Shmuel says no, it's just this prayer of Ma'onu Mechayenu. Chever, that was um, Dav Pezayin, Mesech Yoma. I hope you enjoy it. Have a great, great day. Cheers.